0: My name is Barbara Ann Briggs, and I am a certified teacher of transcendental meditation and also the author of two books, Pilgrimage on the Path of Love, a novel of visionary fiction which has been hailed as the perfect amalgamation of spiritual awakening and self-discovery. I'm also the author of The Contribution of Mahashi's Vedic Science to Complete Fulfillment in Life. I'm a poet and a freelance journalist with numerous articles published in many different parts of the world. In this podcast, The Essence of Life, we will begin to understand the meaning of what is actually the essence of life, and where can we find it? The essence of life is hidden in the silent source of life itself. In today's podcast, we will examine the question of why does suffering exist? In order to answer this question, we have to look at the process of evolution in nature. In nature, the process of evolution is carried out by two opposing forces, the creative force and the destructive force. The creative force is always working to create a new state, and the destructive force is working to destroy the old state. These two states working in harmony are responsible for the evolution and the, and the forward march of life. In chapter 1 of the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 1, verse 1, Mahashi says, Man's life is so highly evolved that he enjoys freedom of action in nature. This enables him to live in any way he desires, either for good or for evil. As he behaves, so he receives. When the good increases in life and the positive forces tend to overbalance the normal state of existence, then the process of dharma, restoring equilibrium, results in feelings of happiness in the heart and satisfaction in the mind. In the same way, when evil increases in life and the negative forces predominate, the power of dharma, restoring the balance, produces sensations of pain and suffering. Life is as we want it, either suffering or joy. When we allow the positive and negative forces to remain in their normal state of equilibrium, we live through normal periods of life. Assisting the growth of negative forces results in suffering. When we help the positive forces to increase, we share the joy of life. And later, Mahashi goes on to say, Calamities, crises, and catastrophes in a community or country are caused by the increase of negative forces resulting from the evil deeds of a majority of their people. A high degree of concentration of negative forces without positive forces to balance them ends in suffering and destruction of life. So we can understand that any suffering in life really occurs from a violation of the laws of nature. Man has freedom of action, so if he chooses to violate the laws of nature, he also has that choice But once he makes that choice, he has to bear the consequences of his decision. Even when suffering occurs in one's life, it can awaken within one deeper understanding of the deeper values of life. Meher Baba, the great avatar, has said, Great suffering awakens great understanding, supreme suffering fulfills its purpose and yields its true significance when it awakens exhausted humanity and stirs within it a genuine longing for real understanding. Unprecedented suffering leads to unprecedented spiritual growth. It contributes to the construction of life on the unshakable foundation of the truth. So we can see that even when when suffering increases in life, it can also increase one's understanding of how to live in attunement with the deepest principles of life. The Turkish mystic poet Rumi has said, whenever they rebuild an old building, they must first of all destroy the old one. These transitions in life sometimes the catastrophes, the calamities, the collective distress in in the collective consciousness, they indicate that there's a tug of war between the vanishing of the old principles and the emergence of the new principles to guide life forward in the next step of evolution. Whenever there's a major shift arising across the globe, There are inevitable instabilities, fluctuations, and upheavals in world events. Every major transformation is preceded by a period of discomfort, frustration, and chaos. Just as a mother has to experience labor pains before giving birth, similarly does the earth experience upheaval and turbulence before a new world order can be established, Papa Ramdas of Ananda Ashram in Kerala has said, and I quote, the old civilization is crumbling to pieces. There is going on a reshuffling of the values of life. The lesson that the present situation holds for mankind is that the unbridled lust for power and possession leads to strife and war, that selfishness, greed and pride, whether among individuals or nations, causes widespread suffering and misery. Out of the travails through which the world is passing, a new order is bound to emerge based on a knowledge of the universal spirit. So what we're seeing in the world today, the unbridled use of power, the desire for more and more possessions, more and more land, in spite of the the great suffering being imposed on, on countries in the name of pride and possession, we're seeing that the world is being wounded, but the But even in this place where the wound is, the light, the light of a new civilization, can emerge. The light of a new order can unfold. The new world order will inevitably be ushered in by leaders on the world stage who embody the new principles of life and are living examples of it in their lives. New order evolved by enlightened leaders who, who actually embody the new principles of life, which are going to guide life forward toward a new age. So the reason why suffering exists is to increase our understanding of the deeper principles of life and to enable us to live in harmony with those laws of nature which nourish, uphold, and cherish the life of every human being on earth. So the lessons that we have to learn from suffering are to live more in harmony with natural law, not to violate the laws of nature, and to live in a state of unity with the entire world family so that a new age can be established in which the whole world is living in a state of peace, health, harmony, and eternal fulfillment. I invite you to subscribe to this podcast. A new episode will be uploaded every two weeks. You're also invited to go to www.BarbaraAnnBriggs.com to learn more about my work. I would also like to invite you to my YouTube channel, Barbara Ann Briggs, where I share more the knowledge of the essence of life. Thank you so much for coming, and until we meet again, very, very best wishes to you.